I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball or code Just Gridiron when you download for a full instant deposit match on the best daily fantasy app. In this episode, it is Thursday, December 1st, so we're talking Thursday night football between the Bills and the New England Patriots. And I say we because it's not just me today. I'm joined by Colby Olson, our resident Patriots guy who... Whenever he says take the Patriots, I take the Patriots and I don't really argue with him. And it's a good thing because I think both of us are going to be on the same side. But we're also going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about the total, not just the spread, as well as two of my favorite player props. And I know he has some as well. Colby, how are you? It's 736 in the morning here on the West Coast, but you're on the East Coast. At least it's a little bit brighter. Yeah, I just got some coffee in me. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think this is going to be a really exciting game. Um, I think we're going to see some scoring. And I think the Patriots are excited for this game. We talked pre-show about how, you know, the Patriots really don't have anything to lose in this football game, right? They got crushed against the Bills last year, 33-21 in week uh, 15, that was. And then in the playoffs, they got massacred, 47-17. to I mean, they've just been beat by the Bills in the last two matchups. They're coming into this one a little refreshed after losing a tough one to the Vikings. I know you were on that, and yeah. that was a game that the Patriots really could have won. Yeah, it was a game they could have won. Um, And I really thought that's one of those bets that you have to think to yourself, well, even though it lost, I still feel like I was on the right side. You know, and, and that game just didn't go our way, so maybe it will this time. Um, I really want to pick your brain about how the Patriots are playing, but I know at least for one thing, if we um, just a couple uh, housekeeping things, Bills, Patriots, both these teams played on Thanksgiving, so there isn't that element of one team is on short rest, the other team isn't. Like you said, the Bills have kind of owned the Patriots lately. And my only issue with looking at a lot of these Belichick ATS spreads after losses, after 30 point, you know, when the Vikings scored 30 points or anything like that, I just don't put a lot of stock into it because it's Tom Brady versus Mac Jones. It's just a different Patriots team. Yeah. So we have to look at how the Patriots can keep this game close, right? Well, for starters, the Bills' offensive line is a little bit banged up. I know, I think their left tackle is supposed to be out, and I know their right tackle is is banged up as well, um, which are two pretty important offensive linemen for them. So if the Patriots can get enough pressure on the Bills, Josh Allen, since he's kind of had this elbow injury, with pressure, it's not been the same Josh Allen. He's been relying on his legs a lot, which could end up being an issue because the Patriots themselves have not performed that well against running quarterbacks. We saw Justin Fields on that Monday night massacre where we were both on the Bears because Colby said, don't take the Patriots in this matchup, and they lost outright to the Bears. That's kind of where the Bears got rolling. Could the Bills do a similar thing here? The only thing difference is that the Patriots know what the Bills are going to try and do. And I think if they can get enough pressure, they can at least keep this game close. But I'm worried about in the first half, if Josh Allen could get his legs moving, X's and O's wise, how are you thinking about this game? Yeah, I, I agree with you there that that Josh Allen is going to get his in this game. He got his last year. Um, we've seen the Patriots allow over 100 yards to Lamar, Lamar Jackson this season. 
Obviously, Fields ran for 80 plus. Um, you know, going back to the the offensive line for the Bills, right? Uh, Deion Dawkins, the left tackle, is out. But um, Darisaw was out last week against the uh, Vikings, um, and Judon was held in check. I don't, I don't even know if they got to Cousins last week. Maybe one sack, but Judon was held in check. And you know, I think um, the the Buffalo offensive line has been good, eighth lowest sack percentage against. Um, I don't know if that might decide the game here, um, but I think Josh Allen is going to get his regardless. And on the Patriots side of the ball, Mac Jones looked awesome last week. 382 yards, easily the best game I've ever seen him play. Um, and he has not thrown an interception in three straight games. So I'm wondering if, you know, coming back from that injury um, with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder after, you know, Bailey Zappi was getting chance to come in the game. Um, he's looked really good. And I think that Mac Jones is going to put up points this week. So regardless of if Josh Allen gets his, there's going to be points in this game. I agree. Um, so let's go to a little bit of line movement because we think that the Patriots can at least keep this close. Remember, it's a home divisional dog. If you want to play by the book, this is where you just take the Patriots kind of blindly, especially in the Belichick area. I could go over all those trends, but just in general, when you have a divisional dog of three or more, that's automatically the side that you should kind of look at discount a lot of the bills hype i know the bills have kind of owned the patriots but how much longer are they going to own the patriots because like i said the patriots know this and they are going to be gunning for this game and when it's over a field goal that's why i lean the patriots just on the x's and o's and historical thinking but when we look at the line right when you look at picket um i'm sure you could pull that up but I'm right now just looking at VSIN, and I like to use VSIN because I get the data directly from DraftKings. But we also like to use Picket. You'll see all of our plays tracked on there, and they have betting and handle percentages. Right now, I think almost $250,000 is on Picket between both sides, and it's all over the bills. Same thing, DraftKings. We have 78% of bets, 71% of the handle on the Buffalo Bills. But the Bills opened as five-and-a-half-point favorites. That line has moved all the way down to four or three-and-a-half in some places. And then the over-under, 43-and-a-half. We have about 71% of bets, 68% of the handle on that over, but that line has come down, as well as the Bills' money line. People are hammering the Bills' money line. 84% of bets, 86% of the handle. Is it that easy, Colby? It doesn't seem like it to me. We have a Thursday night football with a road divisional favorite getting over a field goal with a ton of money on them. That does not seem like a recipe for success, does it? This is classic trap movement because we looked last night um, on VEASAN and 78% of the bets were on the bills, but it was only about 59, 60% of the handle was on the bills, right? At that three and a half number. Now, this morning, after that three and a half number has been up for a little bit, 71% of the handle is back on the bills, meaning, you know, sharp betters per se were all over the Patriots when it was at four and a half, five, four, whatever, whatever it was. Now the books have lured people back in on the bills, but I still love the Patriots here. Um, and it does seem like classic trap movement. Then you go over to um, Pickett. And it's actually more split, Pete. Uh, 41% of bets are on the Patriots. 46% of the money is on the Patriots. More split, but 88% of the money is on the money line for the Bills. So ton of money line betters. Yeah, I also do feel that 
the Bills money line is going to be in a lot of money line parlays, right? For Sunday, they're just throwing the Bills and they'll put in who are some big heavy favorites. They'll probably put in the Ravens against the Broncos. Um, if we're looking at other money line favorites, I assume people will put in the Seahawks against the Rams and then they'll probably put in the Cowboys and say, look, there's my parlay. Not, uh, not all of those games are winning. And there's a very solid chance that the Patriots can pull the upset. We have to remember that football is a week-to-week game. If the Bills' offensive line is banged up and the Patriots can get pressure, they can. They might lose, but I don't know if it's going to be by more than a field goal. So my official pick is Patriots plus four. Now moving on to the total, and I think that's your official pick too. Yeah, it's my official pick. I mean, one more thing on housekeeping is Von Miller's out of this game as well. Patriots have dealt with sacks like crazy as of late. AJ Epinesa is going to be back, but Von Miller being out is huge. Huge. That's so yes, plus three, three and a half. And I, Pete, I don't know if four is still out there. The best line I'm seeing um, right now on Pickett is plus three and a half over at Fox Bet at minus 105. So, I mean, you could buy, I think you could find plus four at like minus 120 somewhere. Hmm. What do you think we should do? Is it worth buying the extra half point? Because you and I have talked about this. I loved it at four. I really still love it at four. I think it might be worth it to just get that four number. I feel like that's a key number here, but it might end up not mattering where the Patriots just win this game outright. But I kind of want that extra security of the four Um, just because I think that the Bills are going to move the ball quickly in the first half. And that's why when you and I were talking about the total, we both lean the over, but we are a little bit nervous because of how many people are also hammering the under. But if you could probably tell on Pickett, a lot of money is on the under. And I feel like this is also going to be one of those classic teasers, right? Where maybe you take the Bills or you take the Patriots and then you tease the under because the unders have been hitting like crazy. But I think the Bills are going to be able to move the ball. And where I'm looking at potentially is this first half. So when we're looking at what these two teams average on a per half basis, the Buffalo Bills are number one in pace in the first half, which I thought was kind of interesting. They average 16.4 points per game in the first half compared to about 11 in the second half. The Patriots average about 10.4 points per game in the first half and about 11.2-ish in the second half. So it's not about the Patriots, but it's about the Bills playing really fast in the first half. Again, we also have to remember that these prime time unders had an enormous rate and now we're seeing that trend kind of reverse as defenses are getting a bit more sluggish defenses are a bit more banged up but I know with the Bills they have a couple of guys returning like Tremaine Edmonds and other guys like that Matt Milano will play who's been banged up but he's been playing a little bit recently he's really important for this Bills linebacking crew I kind of lean towards the first half under, especially if I can get 21. And I've seen that available in a lot of places. I've seen it first up half to tw- over, over. First half over 21. I've seen it up to 22 and a half. It's very split across a bunch of different books, but I saw it on Caesars at 21. I think that's worthy of a look here because of how both teams played. We could see a slower second half, which ends up putting this game under, but I kind of like the first half over. I don't know if I'm going to play for a full unit but I kind of like it for a half unit. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I like it as well. I, I'm i in love with the over overall in this game. I think that the offense that we saw, the Patriots offense last week was completely different. I mean, even in the Colts game, Mac Jones played really well. 
I'm putting that Jets Patriots game as an outlier, right? It was a weird, windy game. Penalties and sacks absolutely killed the Patriots in that game. But I don't think that the Bills defense and Jets defense are in any way comparable. Um, I think the Jets have a one of the best defenses in football. And I don't think that the Bills are going to keep the Patriots in check like that. So, yeah, I really do see this one finishing, you know, 24-21, 27-24, something like that. So the way PFF grades defense is because you may be thinking to yourself, the Jets defense is better than the Bills. Yes, the Jets have the number one defense rated by PFF. You know where the Buffalo Bills are? 16th. The Patriots are actually 11th. This Bills defense has not been actually, well, in stats like DVOA, this Bills defense is very, very good. I think they're top 10 in most stats by DVOA. But if you look at the way PFF grades the entirety of the defense, they are around average. Um, so I think the Patriots are going to put up a decent amount of points. But at the same time, I do think that the Bills will be able to move the ball. That's why I have a hard time believing that the Bills lose this game. But if you're going to give me over a field goal, I think I'm going to do Patriots, or I think I'm going to do this first half over for a half unit. I don't love it, but I do want a little bit of it. That's why I'm willing to do for a half unit. So I'm going to make that an official play. Patriots first half over 21 for a half unit. Are you willing to jump on that with me? I'm on it. I'm on it, man. I already have Let's it go. in. Um, when the Patriots play good offenses this season, they have given up some points. Ravens, 37 points. Packers, 27 points. And the Vikings, 33 points. So they've given up points. Okay. Before we move on to the props, the official picks are Patriots plus the three and a half. I'm probably going to get it at four. But if you can only, for some reason, get it at three and a half, you can't buy a little half point. I don't know. I would take it. I just think it's over a field goal, but I want that extra security of the four as well as I will be on the over in the first half for a half unit. Those are the first two official picks. Now let's move on to props. Remember, all these props are sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code just baseball or code just gridiron to get a full 100% deposit match on the best daily fantasy app. Colby, my first one is Ramondre Stevenson over 15 and a half carries. What we do know is that Damian Harris, the other running back for the New England Patriots, is out of this matchup. When we look at how the Bills have performed against the run this year, the Bills are actually 24th, according to PFF, in run defense. You probably wouldn't expect that. By DVOA, they are much better. But by PFF, they're about 24. Do I think that they're actually the 24th best run defense? That shocks me. It does. They're only giving up 4.2 yards per carry. I, I don't get that. I don't, I don't really get that either. And I don't put a lot of stock into it either. It's more to handicap being like, they're not an elite run defense. They are a good run defense. So what I think the Bills have to do is they have to establish the run. They have to open play action there for Mac Jones, and I think they are going to lean heavily on one of the best running backs in the NFL this season, that is Ramondre Stevenson. So I'm going to go over 15 and a half carries. What's your favorite player prop? Because I do have another. I do have, I actually have three picks that I really like in this game. Um, I'm going to start off with Hunter Henry. Over five fantasy score, which to me is incredibly low. He had a great game last weekend should have had two touchdowns. Um, but yeah, Hunter Henry has been Mac Jones favorite target here for the better part of a year and his favorite red zone target. 
Uh, but the Bills have allowed um, opposing tight ends to get theirs, right? Even in the Browns game, David Joku got his. Um, I think five is such a low number. On ESPN, they have Hunter Henry at 5.2. If he catches three balls, this is going over. I agree. And the, the only, and the great thing about playing on prize picks is you can play fantasy scores on other books you are not able to. Let's say, you know, prize picks isn't available in their state because unfortunately prize picks isn't available anywhere. Hunter Henry is at two and a half receptions and his uh, yard total is around 24 and a half. Would you consider any of those? I would personally lean towards the yards, but I'm curious to what you think. Yeah, I'm in on on both of those, um, whichever you like more. Um, but I like I like all of his props today. Yeah, I'm not going to play Henry. I do like the prop. I do have my two favorites. I've been trying to just keep it to two, especially in one game. Just go with my absolute two favorites. Henry was a guy I was looking at, and I definitely trust Colby. If you're looking for a lean on Hunter Henry, I would go over the 24 and a half receiving yards. My second favorite prop, and this is a classic Peter Apple prop. We always go for super low totals in a sense that the guy can catch um, one or run for a couple of yards. Um, we had Steven Sims on, um, what was that, Monday Night Football between the uh, Steelers and the Colts. Unfortunately, he only had nine, but he did have a big drop. That felt like a good one. He had a bunch of targets, but unfortunately, he didn't go over nine and a half. He just had nine. So my first prop is Ramondre Stevenson over 15 and a half carries. And my second favorite prop is Isaiah McKenzie over two and a half rushing yards. It's just too low of a number. You know, in this game, you're, we're going to see a jet sweep with Isaiah McKenzie. They've used him plenty in the running game. Two and a half is just too low. Give me one carry. He'll get three yards. That line is too low. He's gone over this in, I think, three of five games. Um, they always have him at, at a kind of a low number, and he's just been going over this. And I feel like in a Bills-Patriots game where they're always trying to do trick plays, they're always trying to do a play that you've never seen before, that feels like an Isaiah McKenzie over two and a half rushing yards, especially in this divisional game. I love this prop, and I'm going to pair it with Ramondre Stevenson over 15 and a half carries. That's a banger, Colby. That is a banger. I got a half unit on that one. I love this one. And I'm going to be rushing with the, I'm going to be rushing to bet Isaiah McKenzie over two and a half rushing yards, as well as Ramondre Stevenson over 15 and a half carries. Do you have another prop before we say goodbye? I do. I do. I like Stefan Diggs over what is his line at right now? More than 84 and a half receiving yards. Um, he hasn't gone over this in two straight games, which for Stefan Diggs is crazy. But he went over this in five straight before that. The Patriots usually let the number one receiver get theirs. And they kind of hone in on on keeping keeping the other receivers in check. So I think Stephon Diggs um, goes over this total. He's caught two touchdowns in those games that he went under, which is why I didn't play fantasy score. I think he's going to go over this, but not to catch a touchdown. Would you consider uh, Gabe Davis under? Yes, I'm curious. That yes. was my that was another play that I absolutely loved. Absolutely loved. Forty nine and a half is really really high, and I don't like Gabe Davis as a receiver. In order for him to get that, he's going to have to get like a forty yard catch, and I just I don't see it happening. Because my thing is, I don't like taking an opposing play. Like if I'm on the Patriots, I don't love betting on like an over on the number one wide receiver. Because if Stephon Diggs has a day, we could be in trouble. Like we could I be don't in trouble. Think so. I really don't think so though. I I think that they can win this game regardless. But, but I'm saying I do if, like if Gabe Davis under. If, if you're a Patriots guy and yeah. you just want only Patriots props, I'd consider Gabe Davis under receiving yards for the exact reason that Colby likes Stephon Diggs over 
receiving yards. So that'll do it for this episode of Not Gambling Advice. Please make sure to rate and review five stars on this podcast. It's the best way to help us out. Also, make sure that you download prize picks. Like I said, use the code in our episode description, as well as download the Picket Sports app and make sure to sync your sports book. You can use code Peter in order to get a little bit of coin back. Whenever you sync your sports book, use code Peter. You'll get between three and a hundred dollars. It's kind of like a little raffle. It's kind of awesome. And on that same side, you can track all of our plays. I have not placed anything particularly yet, except for my prize picks. I'm trying to see if so much money comes in on the bills so that I could get the Patriots at four. But if not, I'll probably just buy the little half point for a little bit of insurance. But if I can't, might as well just go with three and a half because I do think that anything over a field goal is safe for the New England Patriots. That's Colby. Make sure to follow him. You can find his Twitter in the episode description as well. He'll be posting a bunch of betting stuff. And of course, he's our Patriots guy. Had to unpack his brain. It's good that we're both on the same side. But we also have to remember that none of this was gambling advice.